Hello, and welcome to this week's Two Takes podcast with Shannon and April. We're glad that you're here today and every week that you join us. Um, Our value that we're bringing you today is a topic of different types of people. Okay, that could be so many different segments, right? So today we're going to focus on broad perspective and detail-oriented people, because you could see two better examples, as you will learn, of of this as Shannon and April. And if you've joined us before, you know that we have known each other a long time. We've worked together in lots of different um, avenues and different projects and different companies and all that stuff. So we have found this to be very true about the two of us. So we want to share the value of both and being cognizant of that in your organization. So I'm going to let April kick this one off. She has a very specific example she wants to share. I do have a very specific (laughs) example. In fact, it's what sparked Shannon actually, well, me telling Shannon to put this topic on the list. (laughs) Um, So in an organization, in any group of people, um, if you're an extremely homogenous group of thinkers, things get real old and real stale and real echo chambery very fast. Um, so the, the the initial thought of all of this was it's good to make sure that you have a good mix of those sort of 30,000 mile thinkers, the people that kind of see the whole giant picture, and then the people that um, are able to implement that picture um, by, you know, disseminating information, breaking it down, giving it to different people, um, whatever the case may be. So that's that's the official topic um what sparked all of this was the fact that i am beyond anal retentive about email um i love gmail i don't know what would happen if it went away i love that i can put eight million tags on everything um i just i love it and I she does a all. fantastic job at it. I, like she I can do something like that. Yeah. And what are, what it reminds me of, if you guys are Friends watchers, um, or if you're in that demographic where you watched Friends, there's an episode where Monica gets a photo album out, and all of her pictures are cross referenced. <laughs> so she literally has, if I remember correctly, she has a list of like, oh whatever the case may be, birthday party and Phoebe wearing a red shirt. And she can be like, it's on page 83 and page 142. Um, Like a yearbook almost. Yes. (laughs) Um, So what email, honestly, the topic of email is what sparked all of this. Um, I know from personal experience that Shannon is an email skimmer. (laughs) And she will skim an email and potentially miss some things, just, just miss some things. Um, So I have learned to adapt to that. So that's the other portion of this topic today is having these types of people in your organization, knowing 
not pigeonholing people, but knowing where they fit. Their strengths. In, their strengths. Um, and then being able as an employee, as a manager, as a director, as an owner, whatever, to adapt to each person's style. Because while we can all change, um, there are some things that just aren't going to change. And I'm not going to fight Shannon on the way that she reads her email. That, that would be a pointless waste of time. <laughs> she can read her email however she wants to read her email. <laughs> um, but she will. So I have learned, as I'm now jumping all over the place, I have learned that if I have an email that I need her to address something in, that I have to put that right at the beginning. Like, hey, everybody, happy Monday. Shannon, dot, dot, dot. Can X, Y, or Z. And if there's things that I need from Shannon or questions that I have, they're right there at the opening. And then she can skim the rest, but I don't put her as like bullet point three or four or five because the likelihood that she's going to see it and remember it is small. Yeah. So um I I have I have learned that about my dear friend. The other fun <laughs> thing that we have learned about each other um is that I am um very I like to take notes in meetings. I like to take a lot of notes in meetings. I like that April likes to take yeah. notes. I'm just flipping through all the notes from one meeting. So um, great. I like to take notes. I remember a meeting Shannon and I were in recently. I looked over next to her. I am literally in my head freaking out because I'm about to run out of paper on the <laughs> notepad that I brought. Shannon is still on page one and she has four words written down. Four. We've been in the meeting for like an hour. <laughs> I have probably at that point four to five pages. I I could dictate a meeting back to you, including <laughs> including some of my inner monologue as the meeting is going because I like to write that down too. It helps me in know the margins. The emotions yeah. are in the margin. Yep, yep. <laughs> helps me know what my frame of mind was at the time. Um. But so I say all of that to say that having a mix of people in your organization is, is good. It's needed um, for long-term success. And also knowing that you're going to have a mix of people in your organization, everyone learning how you can adapt to, how you can adapt yourself and how you can adapt to other people's styles as well. And Shannon, I know we've talked about this before. Um, there's disc assessments, which sort of, they point out your um, strengths, like the areas that you're really, really strong in, the areas that you're less strong in, and they have your, what is it, your like normal and your adapted style? Is that what it is? Natural and adapted. Yep. Okay. So like my natural style is not to be that 
direct when it comes to things. Um, like if I'm leaving instructions for my kids at home. Um, but I know that when I'm here, that the for the best outcome to happen, that I need to do things a certain way. Shannon knows that she at least needs to read the first three lines of her emails so that she can hopefully get the information. The other thing I will share about Shannon is that she rarely looks at her text messages when she does talk to text. <laughs> Busy. Don't get it. And sometimes they come through and it's like, is she telling me that she's going to get a haircut or is this some like cold war coded <laughs> message that I'm supposed to respond with? I'm just speaking double, in tongues. The double <laughs> eagle has landed. I don't know. So anyhow, just fun tidbits about both of us. I guess. It's true. I mean, I think that they're, um, I feel very lucky to have someone that, we can talk about the differences and, and honestly, like some of the deficits that I hold, but knowing like in a meeting, if you are lucky enough to know your strengths and have someone that complements your strengths or makes up for your weaknesses, if you will, what an amazing, um, I hate this word, but what an amazing synergy that is, because I can leave that meeting going, April's got it in her notes. I don't have to look over. I don't have to say, Hey, write this down. Um, I don't have to do any of that because I know she's got it and it allows me to focus in the meeting, just keeping the dialogue going, asking questions that I want to uncover answers for so we can do our jobs better, um, those sorts of things. And honestly, the luxury that I have in skimming email is because if April's responding, she's got this. I don't have to do her job a second time. Um, she's fully capable. That's why she's here. And that's why she's doing that. So I don't have to redo her job. I don't have to um, fine tooth comb it because she's got it handled. If I say, oh, she's got this handled. Great. I'm aware of what's happening, but I can give that authority up. I can take that out off my mental plate, um, which is really what we should strive for in our organizations is looking to make sure we do have well-rounded teams that we have the big thinkers because where else do we go? If we had everybody with the details, nothing would get done very quickly. Um, but ha having some of those big ideas and then having people that can come in and talk about um, the processes or, or break it down into something that we can actually implement and move forward. Um, interestingly enough, in our organization, not only does April get to work with me, but she gets to work with my husband in one of them. So Travis, my husband, tends to be a big idea guy, a big idea guy. Really oddly, though, if he he can be very, very detailed, he'll be the one that says, did you see that that coffee mug moved in that shot? It was there. <laughs> there. Be like, I was just watching the storyline. He will right. be oddly detailed in certain <laughs> regards. But for the most part, he's a very, very big idea guy, um, which adds inspiration to an organization um, because it's like, oh, yeah, we could do that. That sounds like a lot of fun. Or could you imagine the outcome? You have to have those big idea people um, to infuse that energy. Um, and then you have to have those that are, if you're talking about DISC, they were going to be more your C's, your conscientious type, and they're going to be 
um, sometimes the naysayers at first. You have to bring them on board, but they're seeing all <laughs> they're That's seeing me. all of the things that could go wrong. And um, as long as we don't get stuck there, they see blind sides that maybe some of the big picture thinkers don't see because their excitement is motivating them, um, catapulting them actually in a new direction. But it's really funny because April can be much. <laughs> I refer to it's sunshine. <laughs> I refer in this situation as sunshine Sally and pessimistic Patty. Like <laughs> Shannon and I can leave a meeting and <laughs> Shannon can be like, oh my gosh, that was the best thing ever. My go-to. Yeah, they, these people are going to sign like a half million dollar deal with us. We're going to do all this stuff. It's going to be incredible. And we'll be in the car together writing back and I'll just be very quiet. <laughs> and the things going through my head first, regardless, honestly, of what the situation is, are the logistical pitfalls <laughs> or... I can't believe you thought they were super cool. I thought they were kind of nuts, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but it's usually but, somewhere in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, and we have, we, Shannon and I have actually sat down and discussed this um, because, and I have to be very cognizant of the fact that I am pessimistic, Patty, um, that I will jump to worst case scenario all of the pitfalls, all of these things. And then, and I will verbalize those. Um, I'll take in all of the excitement that Shannon has. And if you give me about 24 hours, uh, I'll have kind of reconciled the two. I will be able to come back and say, hey, so, you know, this thing that you brought up, I think, or, you know, this issue that I have, I think this, topic, whatever it is, could mitigate that worry. Or I think we could implement things in this particular way instead that would get the same results or close to the same results, but be um, more comfortable, maybe? Or manageable. Uh, yeah, that's maybe the word I'm looking for. I think that is so true. And What's interesting when we talk about DISC, we'll bring you a segment on DISC, is the pace. And you might have heard me say this in past podcasts too, so you can look those up. But my pace seems to be quite quick in a lot of ways. Um, and so knowing that I need someone to slow that down a little bit going, hey, April needs 24 hours. That's awesome. Because when she comes back, she's going to challenge maybe some of these things, or she's going to have solutions to some of these things. And knowing that it's okay to recognize who you are, what you bring, um, who do you need on your team that will compliment you in a positive way going, Hey, if this is a really fast paced person and they miss some of those details, then if you had all fast people, imagine all the directions your organization could be pulled and then not ever once focusing or completing one thing. We have to have that um, organization comprised of all components because 
it's important we're balanced that way. So um, when you look at your organization, if you have never done that before, yep. Um, let us know. We can help you see yeah. that differently. This is, I don't, I don't, this is the disc profile that I took right when I started at the company. I did not give it to her in that binder. FYI. No, she didn't. <laughs> she, she also did not give it to me with sections highlighted in different colors. Um, she did not give it to me with notes in the margins <laughs> or questions about things that I felt were confusing in the descriptions. Um, and then she asks me. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm like, so oh, I come in, I come in, right? And Shannon's like, what is this? And I'm like, this is my disc thing that I took. I've got, I've got some questions for you about it. And <laughs> I vividly remember the look on your face, like, wow, did you bind that yourself? I'm like, well, it's just a three prong. Just one folder, two highlighters and nine hours of my time. It was yeah, exactly. I think there were five highlighters involved, but that's, you know, that's, that's fine. But I just think it's funny that, that I have all of this. Do I, do I pull this out and look at it all the time? No, but I have it lurking in the background just in case I need to, and see, look, continual improvement insights. This is under my altruistic drive. Um, I have a whole section here that just says, yep. <laughs> I need to be, I need to improve my altruism a little bit, apparently. So, but I, I, I'm relatively certain that Shannon does not have a bound copy of her disc. It stayed in her home. office. It's okay. And I know what I am. And I'm like, oh man, if I can see another eye, heck yeah. I'm like, that's an eye over there. I got to know that person. That's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so when it comes to making sure, which it's really funny because my eye is really high in both my adapted and natural style. That is kind of funny. It is kind of interesting. Yeah. All it's to say, to wrap it up, whether D-I-S-C might go, I don't even know what you're talking about. What, what are we talking about? Are it's these fine. We, we will let you in in future weeks, I promise you. But the end takeaway that we wanted to present is to be okay with who you are, play to your strengths. If you are in a position in your organization to um, hire or you're a team lead, the more you know about um, how people naturally behave, you can just see it in their um, styles of work and um, valuing them for what they do in that role. Um, there's never a role that doesn't have a place in your organization. You need all of the things, um, you know, for and what they bring. And you may not have just even thought about, well, gosh, this big picture thing, he comes up with all this stuff and now it, it costs us more work. Think about that statement. What if no one brought anything new to the table? How boring that would be and the energy in the organization would wane. You would lose people. Um, your work would become less interesting. So thinking about the value that they bring in the styles that they they have um, and representing all of those in your organization, appreciating them and being honestly a little OK with some of your weaknesses, because we can't have all 
strengths. We all will have a weakness and go, yeah, this is an area that just doesn't come very natural for me. I can work on it and be cognizant about it, but it's really not going to improve leaps and bounds. But if I work in my areas of strengths, those I can improve so much quicker because they're just natural. So um, being okay with that and recognizing what other people's strengths and weaknesses are and um, giving them moments and giving them space to bring that to the table will benefit the organization as a whole um, a great deal. So um, think about that. If you have information um, in chat, do you use DISC in your organization? I know that there's a lot of things out there. There's strengths finders, there's Enneagrams, there's, um, well, what was the new one that came out? Um, but they all have titles, but nonetheless, um, just at the, at the root of it is knowing what your team comprises of, where you might need to look for um, some key people to bring in, um, to bring the area that you're missing, and then just appreciating um, each other and what they bring, give them space and encouragement to do that. So let us know how your organization's using it. If you need help highlighting that, we can do team wheels um, with DISCs so you know how well-rounded is your team. What should you be um, recruiting for to round out your team, and how do you communicate between the styles? Those are all ways that we can help. We'd be glad to do so. You could have your bound copy, just like April, um, if you so it for you. Yeah, she'll even find it. She loves that stuff. So let us know how we can help your organization and we will catch you next time next week on the Take Two podcast. <laughs> Bye. Bye.